Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, normally The Pope. The Mother is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. Modler, The Pope, we've just spelled him. We've put him out to pasture just for a little bit, just to let him freshen up, uh, to get himself nice and fettered and ready for the uh, the end of the NRL season. But, of course, it's a big welcome to the program to you. Good to be here again, Mug. Uh, yeah, a bit happening this weekend in both codes, a bit of silliness down at Essendon and, and a bit of silliness of another type back up in uh, the old home stopping ground in Newcastle. So I'm sure we'll if, talk to a bit of those uh, throughout the program if you didn't know any better you wouldn't have known any football was played on the weekend uh Essendon has just completely dominated the media landscape um well since Sunday afternoon into Monday into Tuesday and I think they're still talking about it all all this morning about all the happenings and uh yeah what an absolute uh it's a mess down there at the moment, but uh, it does appear like uh, poor old truck is dead man walking. And, um, and yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're not dead. Maybe they're really up and about after a bit of shenanigans up there in the toilet block uh, up, in, <laughs> <laughs> up in Newcastle, I, I think it was modeler. So all happening in the uh, NRL as well. Just, just having a spew. Was he just holding his hair, but just helping his mate in the toilet? That's right, yeah, just celebrating buying a house, which, you know, if you if you believe that, I've got some magic beans to sell you, I reckon. <laughs> uh, now, we mentioned Modler. Uh, Pope is not with us tonight, but we've got a, uh, a fantastic replacement, and it's, uh, it's with great pleasure and very honoured to welcome back to the program, Statsman. Thanks, Mug. Uh, very, very good to be back. Uh, to put it in NRL parlance. Clear easy out, and uh, we've got the bench on. So <laughs> let, let, let's just hope we don't drop off as much as the Panthers have, and still put a good show together. Oh, mate, uh, v- fantastic to have you with us. And uh, you know, I know a couple of the markets that you spend a lot of time looking at is uh, Brownlow and futures for Premiership. So we can touch on that and uh, sort of just update the punters where we're at in the AFL for that. And of course, I know you're a uh, keen observer of the week to week as well. So um, we'll throw uh, all of our leans in the AFL up against each other this week and uh, and see where we come out. So definitely uh, looking forward to that conversation. Modla, we'll go back in time and just recap our weekend. Um, how did you go with your betting? Yeah, not too bad, I think. We'll start with uh, AFL. Uh, probably a bit of a mixed bag there. Had the lines on the Friday nights. Um, they, I think they just covered in the end. I think they won by 15. Yes, they did. Yep. Yeah, it would have been a tough watch uh, there for a while. It would have been was, yeah. edgy. Yeah, Saints came back and, uh, oh, gee. Yeah. Um, and then uh, North, we liked with Cunnington in, in the end. Yep. Uh, and they covered uh, reasonably easily, I think, in the end. Um, and then, yeah, a couple of losses on the Sunday in the Hawks. Um, yeah. And also the Bombers, who were just absolutely terrible against Port, um, was... as we've spoken about already. Um, and then across to NRL, a bit better there. Sort of had Storm on the uh, uh, the early game, and that yep. was a bit fortunate with the Panthers outs there, Edwards and May. Um, and then also, like the Roosters, they got it done in the end at uh, a decent margin, and the Knights um, just covered at the end there. I think a line might have started 18 and a half or 19 and a half, so they've just covered there. So, uh, yeah, Clean sweep in the NRL, and I think 
from one and a half from two and a half in, in AFL. Excellent, mate. Uh, good set from you again, Modler. You've uh, been on fire in this back end of the season. Um, Pope wasn't quite as good. You know, he's maybe a little bit unlucky there on the Friday, on the Thursday night, I think it was, with uh, with Penrith. Uh, you guys were up head-to-head there, and he, he copped the raw end of, of that one with the player outs. So he missed there. Uh, he got uh, Souths and 13-plus. Uh, there as well for South. So that was a good little collect uh, for the Pope. Missed out on the over though. Um, so poor old Para just did not fire a shot, did they? Uh, couldn't no. help that. Uh, couldn't help that scoring uh, Para there. Um, he got done on the cows and then got uh, Newcastle. So oh, you could probably say Pope's had a um, even money round there as well with that 13 plus. And, uh, and for myself, I had the two bets up um, calling, uh, calling them Geelong and, um, and Geelong did it pretty sweetly. And, uh, and Frio, oh, Modler, really, that was a tough watch. I know most of the uh, footy public was over watching Melbourne and, and Carlton, but I was uh, torturing myself watching Frio miss goal after goal after goal. Eight goals, 17. I only needed one more goal, and that would have uh, covered that sort of 28-29 line, uh, which I managed to take a bit of earlier in the week. I still thought the 34 was good, but... Oh, that was tough, tough watching. Um, there was a couple of 40 pluses in there, Modler. I spoke about those uh, last week as well. So I didn't yeah. put them up as official plays, but we got 40 plus in Geelong and 40 plus um, for Hawthorne, uh, uh, for Richmond versus Hawthorne. So yeah. hopefully a couple of the punters might have uh, managed to just get their uh, their teeth into those as well. In terms of our charity bets, Modler, um, so... Uh, you and I lumped into the D's uh, at 20 and a half. Uh, so that never really looked like it, to be fair. Um, Dragons copped at, uh, at uh, the $2 five and a half line. And, uh, and Newcastle also copped. So, um, so we're pretty much even money play there on the, on the charity bet. So I think we're still going 20% plus on our, on our charity bets, uh, which is good. And we'll, uh, we'll lay down a few more of those uh, tonight as well. Um, so, uh, Modler, we'll get into some games pretty quickly, but did you see any bad beats on the weekend? Uh, yeah, I guess the most obvious one would have been if you happened to land on Carlton uh, on oh. Friday night. Um, they they looked you know, near enough home all intents and purposes. They were a couple of goals up with a couple of minutes left. And, yeah, the Ds have come back and everyone's seen uh, Pickett's goal right at the death there oh. to... Um, you know, get them over the line and, and just put a little bit of a, a nail perhaps in Carlton's season as well. But, um, yeah, quite unfortunate if you happen to be on Carlton that game. Yeah, and uh, Statsman, you might uh, recall, what, what did that price jump at, that head-to-head price? We're up around the three bucks. Uh, yeah, high? it would have been about that. I don't think it moves too much, um, yeah. apart from Crips being named. So, you know, you're pretty sick, aren't you? You know, that's that's a good good odds against price and you're in that game the whole time and then it looks like you've got it sewn up. And even, you know, the last play of the game, Carlton are taking it down the wing. You think they can't lose from here. This is just an unlosable situation. And somehow they find a way to turn the ball over. Oh, and uh, just can't wrap it up in the goal square. And Cozzy pops up and... Jeez, yeah, that is a bad beat, Modler. Very bad beat uh, right there. Um, Statsman, did you see any bad beats? Yeah, it's a bit left field for a bad beat, but I think um, if you were on Jeremy Cameron for the Coleman, um, you could feel pretty stiff. He, uh, coming against the West Coast at Geelong this week, you know, there's every chance he could be kicking eight plus, and I think it was only three behind Kerno. Uh, and then the news breaks on Monday that he's done his hammy. So <laughs> yes. you'd be pretty stiff there, counting your sort of, 
um, chickens before they hatched. Uh, but yeah. yeah, pretty pretty well placed coming into the week before that news. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for me, of course, it was uh, some people might disagree and say, Mug, you can't have that. That that wasn't a bad beat. Uh, but uh, I'm telling you right now, for me, that was a bad, bad beat. So um, I'm, I'm going to put that one in there as well. Um, all right, boys, that's the tomfoolery over and done with. Let's get in and uh, start talking about some games. But actually, before we do, we might actually... Uh, We've got the stats man in here. We've got the expert, the the, the futures genius uh, that we've got him in here tonight. So we might actually uh, flip over it and talk some. Uh, let's go some premiership first, stats man. What are you seeing, mate? You've been observing the season all uh, season long. Uh, we're one week to go. Um, the prices are there for all to see. Um, who do you like, mate, and why? I wish you got me on preseason mug because I like the cats at um, 15s in March, but uh, that's obviously sailed now. So, looking at the market now, to be honest, I think Geelong at three bucks or or thereabouts. I think they're two two sixty five or something now. Yep, it's it's pretty short. There there's still some asterisk against Melbourne teams at the MCG, so not touching that. And I think the other one is the D's, who they're only probably a, a 60% chance to be top four. Yeah. Um, they have to win essentially or rely on some games to go their way. So with with their form, which is very questionable, um, yep. scraping over the line against an undermanned Carlson wasn't wasn't that impressive and before that hasn't been either. So them sitting there at sort of second favorite at 440 on form, they're far from that. Yeah. And they're, and they're and they're no guarantee for top four either. So there's a lot going against them there. Um, so yeah, you kind of got to look elsewhere for value, I think. And Sydney, they're pretty short now. They're playing really well, but winning at the G would be a different story for them. Collingwood, I think their form's not as good as the win loss suggests. So I, I see the value in sort of the rest of the market there, which would be sort of Brisbane, Richmond, and the one for me is Freo. Yeah, I think they're still a, a pretty solid chance of being top four. They do need some results to go their way, but if they get in there. Um, they're likely to get Geelong first game at, at Geelong, and they're the only team to win there this year. So, you know, that would hold them in good stead. It'll be a tough ask, but they could do it. And even if they don't, and they get a home final, then they're in a prelim, and they're, and they're you know, a pretty pretty good side. So, sitting yep. there at fifteen dollars, I think it's a really even season, and there's a lot of asterisks on other teams, and I think they're the one probably with the the least asterisks for me. Yeah, that's interesting. And and just to go back on that for a sec, uh, Statsman, will will they play that game down at Geelong? Will they? I would think so if it's against Freo. I, I don't. I, I'm not 100 sure, but yep. that's sort of generally what they do. Um, if they're playing a Melbourne team, it would be at the G. Yeah. Okay. It will be interesting to see if they do allow them because I know their stadium is still under a bit of construction down there as well. So whether whether they uh, permit that to to happen, I'm not sure what the conversation is there. But yeah, I, I spoke some similar things about Freo a couple of weeks ago. I had had a similar sort of angle, but then they of course lost uh, that one game um, that uh, would have really propelled them uh, into that uh, you know really solid position. They've lost. Um, price since then. But yeah, mate, I, I agree. Still on the Dockers. They get the man with the funny haircuts uh, back in there, then uh, he makes a big difference uh, to him as well. So there's another ace in the pack um, for uh, for Freo. Mate, I, I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. And it actually, I don't know if you've been listening, stats man, but I'm sure Modler will recall. I've been saying something pretty similar about Geelong and Melbourne's prices for the last few weeks. Pretty, pretty hard to come into those prices um, for the last few weeks. Uh, with Melbourne's form, and I just think that Geelong price now, if you haven't got it already, it's pretty it's pretty hard to back now, isn't it? 
Um, so, mate, agree uh, with uh, with everything you said there. Um, talk to us about some Brownlow. Yeah, the um, the Brownlow. It's as open as I can remember in the last sort of six or so years. It's there's there's probably six or so that can genuinely win it. In terms of betting now, like there's not a lot of markets up in terms of um, sort of exotics and things like that. But looking at the outright itself, I think the current pricing to me is is probably around what it should be. I don't see any value per se, but I think there are some betting angles for this week. So if you go sort of at those top six, which is Neil Oliver, Brayshaw, Petrarca, Cripps and Miller, uh, Neil's probably going to get the harms tag. It worked really well when they played earlier in the year. And then Brisbane playing Melbourne um, kind of means there's only so many votes to go around. So unless Petrarca, Oliver and Neil are all the three of them, um, you'd sort of don't want to bet too heavily into those guys now because they're competing with each other. Yep. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw coming up against of Freo got again this week. GWS. There's, yeah, and, that, and they've been doing some tags. So there's a chance he gets tagged out of it, um, which kind of leaves me with Took Miller and Paddy Cripps, who my angle here is if you like those guys and probably especially Miller playing against North, if you like him, um, he's probably a really good chance for three votes and it's a good time to back him before he shortens. If you like anyone else, I'd probably wait and look to back them after the season. Yep. Okay. So, so Took, you think right now could be a, a bit of a play if you're somewhat inclined already that way. Um, he, he's someone to get into. Yeah. Him or Cripps for me, it'd be Took though. I think he's got more upside uh, in terms of votes. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd be Took ahead of Cripps probably. Yep. Okay. Um, and uh, and stats, man. I guess if we're if generally if we're looking at uh, outright value, then that would probably translate to some top fives and those types of things. Even though those markets probably aren't quite there yet, but I guess something to to keep in mind as well. Yeah, definitely. And that um, definitely as as next week and the weeks after sort of progress, it definitely starts looking to those kind of markets. Yep. Okay. Excellent. All right, mate. Well, that's uh, some good insight there for the listeners. The stats man says, uh, get outside the favorites um, in the premiership market and then throw your eyes down a little bit past the Brisbane Melbourne game and get stuck into uh Took and Crips. Uh, I like it, mate. Very good. Um, all right, boys, let's talk some games. Are you ready to talk some AFL? Always, always, Mug. All right, let's uh, let's get him up here, and uh, I'll serve him up to you boys uh, this week with uh, no Pope. Uh, first of all, fellas, this is a huge clash uh, in the in the context of the season. Brisbane hosting Melbourne Friday night. We all know about it. Up at the Gabba, dollar eighty one uh, Brisbane, and uh, two dollars the D's, the visitors, and the line just two and a half. Um, Modler, what do you see? Yeah, no surprises here. I've, uh, the model's still going to lump for the Lions. I've got them about $1.70, so a little bit shorter than uh, the market there. Um, the only real change I see is Robinson coming in for Brisbane, which is neither really here nor there. So, um, yeah, barring any wholesale changes, I'd, I'd be happy to, to throw Brisbane out as an opening bet. You know, very nice. Uh, Statsman, how do you see this one? Yeah, in consensus, Melbourne, as we just touched on, their form's not great. Um, they're travelling. Brisbane at home are a better side. And I think Brisbane's recent form's actually quite good. Like the Richmond game, oh, I guess, yep. a lot of people latched onto that they lost again at the MCG, but they're up by 40 points against a pretty good form team themselves. So, yeah, I like Brisbane in that one. Very good. And um, home ground advantage there, Statsman. I know I'm putting you on the spot there a little bit, but how many points uh, for a Melbourne team going up to Brisbane on the Friday night do you put into that? 
Yeah, probably eight or nine. Yeah, um, yeah give or take. It does depend on the team and, and things like that. But in this case, I'd be eight-ish. Yep. Okay. I had it marked down as 10. And to that point, uh, I had Brisbane marked as a seven point favorite. So um, I'm in consensus here as well, boys, happy to get involved. And uh, I actually tweeted that out on Sunday night that I quite liked uh, Brisbane. We just ticked in a little bit. I think it was some dollar 85 about dollar uh, 81 now, but still very, very backable. So uh, happy to uh, get involved there also. So all three fellas uh, saying Brisbane. So uh, hopefully that means something to the punters. I hope it means something to us at about 10.40 on Friday night uh, when we're looking at our betting accounts <laughs> that we get the weekend off to a good start. Um, next game, uh, boys, we've got uh, GWS uh, hosting Frio and GWS could potentially upset the party here a little bit. Um, they're 15 and a half points, uh, for, uh, 15 and a half points to the line. GWS is $3.05. Frio short price away from home, $1.39. And this is actually at Monica too, punters. So take note of that one. It's down in uh, the capital. Um, Statsman, what do you see here? Well, I'm actually quite neutral on this one, Mug. So, I'm, yeah, I can see arguments both ways. The, the dead rubber factor for GWS just worries me a little bit in the last yep. round and Frio with plenty to play for. Yep. Um, so, for, for me, I'll, I'll be staying out. What that? Yeah, I've got, uh, as far as player changes go, I've got Taranto back in for GWS. And I've, at, the, at this stage, I've kept Lob in and Fife out. That, either one of those could go either way. Yeah. Um, uh, so with all said and done, I've got a bit of value on GWS, about 280. Uh, yeah, probably enough for a half stake at the moment. Um, yeah, fully yeah, uh, agree with Statsman's view that it's a dead rubber. And, yeah, it's know, tough. It's, yeah. It's hard to hard to know, but probably at this stage, having with a half stake and sort of hope changes go our way, I guess. You'd think Frio find a way to win, but uh, I think that sort of 15 and a half with potentially those player changes, Modler, if we can get those player changes, if, if Lob's out, Fife doesn't come back and uh, we get Taranto, and I think there was another midfielder coming back in uh, as well, potentially. I think I'm going to have to pull the trigger on the GWS line, but let's just keep a bit of a watch on that one and uh, see if we do get that player movement. If we get that player movement, um, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to bet that line. Uh, I just won't have a choice, mother. I'll just have to do it. Um, so uh, we'll see how we go. Um Tricky game, this one. Next one, Modler. I know you've got a lean, as you normally do when the vertical stripes for the uh, blue and whites uh, turn up. Um, North Melbourne, 340, hosting Gold Coast Suns, $1.32. The Suns wouldn't find themselves $1.32 too often in Melbourne, that's for sure. Um, but they are here, mate. Uh, what do you see? Yeah, a bit surprising. Yeah, so, yeah, full uh, disclosure, I'm going to be on North, but they've got some pretty big changes. They've yep. got Anderson Stevenson. Zebel out. Uh, they do get back Horn Francis, it looks like, and Taron Thomas. Um, Gold Coast, no real change. I think Day might be out and Fiorini might be in. But yeah, I'm liking North at the moment at 260 against the, was it three, 340, did you say, Mug? Um, uh, yeah, 21 and a half and 340, yeah. 340, yeah. So um, yeah, no surprises. They've covered a few lately, so it's given me a bit more confidence than, than I would have had sort of halfway through the season. So yeah, probably happy enough to be on North uh, North on the Saturday. Anything for you here, Statsman? No, like the, the total overs is something I might have looked at, but it's a really high total now. Um, I'm probably, yeah, it's just, it's, there's alarm bells ringing in my head looking at this game. Like 
it could be anything. Either team could put the queue in the rack or, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what to think, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, mate. Well, we'll head down the highway. We've got the Cats hosting the Eagles. The Cats, $1.01 uh, hosting the Eagles. $16 here, stats man. And we've got a 58 and a half line. Can you get involved? Yeah, similar similar views to you here, I think, Mug, that um, the, the Cats have shown the last couple of games at home at, at Geelong that against good opposition, I think the Dogs game and the Saints game where the opposition played pretty well and, and they still put them away and won by 30-40 and, and got pretty big leads pretty early in against the Saints especially. So against a West Coast team with, you know, a very bad season and not much to play for, I don't I don't think Geelong are the type of team to, to really go after putting a team to the sword and winning by 100, but I don't think they necessarily need to either against this West Coast side. Uh, so, the, yeah, the Cats for me. Yeah, mate. And this is not an area that I normally like to play in either. This sort of really, you know, this huge big line. But, man, I just think uh, I just think <laughs> this could be anything, this number. Um, you might, have, might even be worth throwing out there 100 plus. Um, go for a real big super margin as well. But having a conversation with Twitter with Rory Kilpatrick, who's a... Uh, uh, his Twitter handle is AFL Glico, and he's a, a budding young uh, modeler. And um, and uh, I was just sort of saying, I think one of the things with the Cats too, you got to understand, there's probably their bottom six players. We're just out of their skins. Like there's no taking the foot off the pedal. They're, they're, they're playing for keeps down there. They're, there's spots up for grabs. And I think it's a little bit different now since we had the uh, – the Tom Fullery in that St Kilda game from Ross Lyon a few years ago um, where we get the week off the following week. I don't think there'll be a huge resting policy down at the Cats this week, even though that's always a concern with Chris Scott. So, you know, go into betting early with trepidation, but uh, I think the 58 and a half might not be enough to uh, contain uh, that line. So they, they, um, they rested a few last week against Gold right. Coast and still yeah. still pummeled them. So it actually yeah. um, it reminds me of this game of there, there was an Adelaide Brisbane game in 2016 or 2017 late in the season, I remember. And this is when Brisbane were awful and Adelaide were really good. And the line went off 80, I reckon it was mid 80s. And I thought you can't have a line that big and pack the plus. And they lost yeah. by 140. <laughs> um, and it's, it's got a bit of that smell about it this game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and would, would you have a look at that here? That's been 100 plus. Yeah, I think it's a really good shout. Um, yeah. You can definitely look at those alternate margins. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Modler. Yeah, nothing here for me. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of noise around that Nick Nat's not going to make the trip over, which yeah. you wouldn't really uh, you know, blame him. Um, Kelly might come back in, but even even at the 16 bucks, the model actually couldn't find value on West Coast. I thought yeah, right. 20. Dollars, so um, yep. yeah, no play here for me. I might just uh, might get involved in the in the super margins as well, just to just to have something to have a bit of interest on. Always got to have an interest. Um, really tricky game next one, boys. And uh, I think Statsman, you might be the only one who's pulling trigger here. But uh, we've got um, Essendon uh, hosting the Tigers at the MCG. Three fifty-five bombers, a dollar twenty-nine Tigers. Um, start. That's actually moved a fair bit already. I, I, I'm pretty sure we had some fifteen, sixteen on Sunday, and um, and now we're out to twenty-three and a half with all the goings on. Um, Statsman, talk to us about your lean here. Yeah, for me, for me, it's the Tigers. I just, I'm probably one who, where Collingwood's form, you know, winning eleven in a row, but percentage of one hundred and five. Richmond's kind of the flip side of that, with percentage of nearly one twenty but losing games they shouldn't. And yep. I just, I think they've found their groove lately. The last few games has been a lot better. 
Uh, and I just, yeah, I, I sort of think Essendon obviously may have put the queue in the rack, a lot of distraction this week. And I, I don't think, I know it's a dead rubber for the Tigers, but I don't think they're in a position to flirt with form. And it, I, I think they're going to look to continue to play the way they have been. And who's going to stop Tom Lynch the way he's going at the moment? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Richmond minus is the one for me here and maybe some 40, 40 plus too. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, Modler, can you find anything here yourself? I can. Um, unfortunately, it's the other way. It's, yeah. it's all said and done. I don't have any changes for either teams at the moment. And it's it's liking the Bombers at the price at about 280. Um, with that said, you know, with all the goings on during the week and what might happen between now and the actual game, it's going to be hard to throw that up as a bet. I might. Might I might throw it out as a half stake maybe, but uh, yep. yeah, it's it's real hard to to sort of endorse back in Essendon at the moment. Given <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm probably the same as you, Modler. At the opener, I was right on the number, so I've I've got to lean to Essendon with the current numbers. But geez, it's just got a, a complete smell about it, so it's a bit hard to. Uh, yeah to get down the hard earn and, and maybe stats man's angle is right there. You know, just maybe the, um, uh, the lower risk, higher return type 40 plus strategy might be the way to play uh, for me here anyway, in, in this one, if I'm looking for uh, an interest um, boys, uh, big game. Well, it's a big game for the city, whether it's a big game in the context of the season, probably not, but uh, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, uh, big showdown, $1.34, the power 325 uh, Adelaide, and uh, I think we've got about 19 and a half here, Modler. Uh, anything for you here, mate? No, nothing for me here. I've almost got a lean on port. I've got them $1.35, but not yep. enough to quite cover the price there. So, um, yeah, I'll wait and see come teams on Thursday with this one. For yourself, stats, man? No, nah, nothing for me there. Yeah, probably port earlier, but the price is a bit gone now, so... Yeah. yeah. And uh, I tweeted out on Sunday night. Hopefully, uh, a few people might have seen that. 12 and a half. Uh, I think there was some dollar fifty-seven uh, floating around uh, for Port. So, quite like that. Pretty much on market now. So, no further betting. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, if, if anything, I'd probably still have a slight lean to, to Port here. Um, so, but probably not enough to pull the trigger. Uh, the, uh, the, the, famous, the famous Sunday night tweet strikes again. Yeah, it's uh, market movers. <laughs> well, th- this one was pretty late. I think it was about eleven thirty. So uh, I'm not sure how many people might have seen it. Um, and, uh, and and my betting's been on the nose a bit, stats man, lately. So maybe uh, maybe people have tuned out to my tweets. Um, the uh, the other game of interest down here is um, Hawthorne uh, hosting the Dogs down in Tassie, and uh, we've got sixteen and a half the line um, head to head here, boys. Um, and all the uh, the prices coming to you courtesy of Top Sport, as always. If I can just press this button correctly, I'll get the price, and uh, that's the way it works. Uh, Mug, well done. Two eighty the Hawks, a dollar forty three the Dogs. Uh, stats man, what do you see? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably, um, again, in a, a bit of alignment with you here, Mug. I haven't quite pulled the trigger, but it's, yeah, the dogs are not playing great footy and, and haven't been for a while. And especially when you take them away from that Marvel Stadium where they can play that sort of clean, fast brand, it's going to be a lot harder when it's a bit windier and just not as not as suited down at Tassie. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'd be leaning to the Hawks, if anything. And then they, I don't, probably out of all the clubs, Hawthorne are one of the best at not putting the queue in the rack and fighting out the season. So less of a concern with them culturally too, I think. Yeah. Okay. And Modler? Uh, nothing for me at the stage of this one. No real, yeah, lean either way either. So um, could, yeah. 
couldn't couldn't find your hawks modeler i'm surprised it's gonna be cold on the hawks lately yeah yeah okay and uh mate i'm with them here i i uh i think this is a good bet um you know, I know Hawks, uh, you know, didn't go too well on the weekend against the Tigers, and Sam Mitchell. I, I hope Sam Mitchell's not, you know, piss farting around with the team like he was on the weekend uh, this weekend. But I don't think he will. I think he'll set the boys for a big one this weekend. It's going to be a big boys' last game. Back down in Tassie, as as uh, Statsman alluded to, dogs don't like it away from Marvel. Hawks love it in in Tassie, so a bit of a double whammy there, and. Um, and the dogs, geez, you couldn't say they're going great uh, either. So the near the near three goal start here, I think uh, I think is really attractive. So sixteen and a half for me, and uh, and I'll have a little bit of head to head there as well in this one too. So uh, Hawks for me, um, and then I don't know if either of you boys had anything in St Kilda Swans to talk to. Did you have something there, Modler? No, no, so we'll put all the energy uh, into this, uh, the, the, the last game uh, then that we'll talk about on the Sunday, which is Carlton versus Collingwood. Huge game. They're talking sold-out stadium. Uh, could be record home and away crowd. Um, fellas, Carlton, $1.85 here. Magpies, $1.95. Stats, man, do the Blues deserve to be favourites against the Pies? Tricky one. I was really hoping to get a Carlton price in this game, um, and I don't think I have. So, yeah, I think I think the price is probably about right. They are missing a couple Carlton still, but um, yeah, I, I, like I alluded to, I don't think Collingwood's form. I think their their ability to win close games has papered over some cracks. So, yeah, to me, the price is about right. Um, so, no no bet for me. Yeah. Okay. And uh, for yourself, Modler. Yeah, I've got very slightest of leans to Carlton there at a dollar eighty. Three, so yep. not enough to bet in at the dollar eighty-five. I don't think, and that's with um, assuming uh, Williams and Sarah come back in as well. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, no bet as it stands. Yeah, okay. And guys, I was very, very slightest lean uh, to the pies. I had the pies by a point, um, so probably can't get uh, involved there myself. Um, my gut says the pies on the big stage. Um, just find a way to beat the Blues. Um, but, uh, yeah, probably just have to uh, to stay out of that one. Well, uh, fellas, that's a very comprehensive three-way chat on uh, AFL. So, uh, so thank you, guys. Hopefully the listeners uh, have taken a bit out of that. While we're on the topic uh, of just talking prices too, Modler, all of our prices tonight are coming to you from Top Sport. They're a great Australian bookie, been in the caper for over 30 years. They support our show. They support the punters that bet with them. And, uh, you know, they love betting. That's what they're there to do. They want turnover. Tristan and the boys, more often than not, they will take the bet. That's what they're there to do. They're not playing games. Uh, so, uh, so if you haven't signed up to Top Sport, get over there, sign up. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you download the app. Uh Rugby League. Let's talk to it, Modler. First game we've got here that we're going to uh, mention is on the Thursday night. Thank God for the NRL on Thursday night. Um, Souths, $1.64 here. Taking on Penrith, $2.30. And uh, we've got that line three and a half. So Souths coming with a, a real head of steam here, Modler. And uh, they banged up Penrith. Uh, what do you see? Yeah, the, uh, the models really jumped off Penrith with, um, you know, with their key outs. Um, Theory and Luai and, and you know the others that, that missing last week. Um, 
and it's going to continue this week. It's going to run for the Souths. It's got them a dollar forty-five. So into that dollar sixty-four, I'm definitely uh, happy to throw that out as a bit. But um, there's a bit of noise that Latrell might not. Uh, turn up, so um, maybe hold off until teams sort of get confirmed okay. a bit later. But um, yeah, as it stands, definitely happy to, to be on CS at the moment. Yeah, and in terms of impacting price, uh, modeler, do you know how many uh, points or how Latrell out would actually? I don't know if you ran your model at all with him in or out, and how much that actually changed the model. Uh, I haven't at this stage, but I would hazard a guess that it would push South. Uh, yeah, South price sort of into unbackable territory to make them about a dollar seventy-five or so. So yep. obviously their price in the market changes, but yeah. Um, so what, what would that? That would be it would have to be like a six-point shift in line betting at least. Yeah, probably probably between four and six. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, excellent. And Pope also had a lean there too. Well, a lean. I know he's betting uh, Souths there as well. So maybe cautionary tale though. Just uh, we got stuck uh, or Pope got stuck there the other night with uh, some some outs. So maybe just stay tuned uh, to the player news and try and get as close to that three and a half um, as you can. You know, maybe they're taking an each way bet at the moment. The bookies, they might be sitting somewhere in the middle. So um yeah, try and get uh, Latrell confirmed and, and get in quickly. Um, next one uh, to go to there, Modler, is um, is Parramatta uh, hosting the Dogs, and that's happening on Saturday. Um, we've got quite the line there. That's nine and a half there, and um, and then we've got a dollar thirty four for Parramatta and uh, three thirty the head to head for the Dogs. Um, Modler, what do you see? Yeah, it's going to uh, forgive Para for their donut last week and jump back on them uh, here. So, boy, I've got them about a dollar twenty-eight at the moment. Um, you'd like to think they bounce back a bit from from what happened last week. That they're you know not doing too bad otherwise. But um, yeah, they're very hot and cold, and hopefully this week they uh, they turn the hot tap on again. And where's Moses at? Does he get back anytime soon? Or he's 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 named, so he's okay. He's, uh, he's in. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, well, that'll give him a big. Uh, I guess a big lift on field and also a, a bit of an emotional uh, lift as well. Uh, sorry, Statsman, I didn't uh, go to you with either of these two games. Did you have any um, uh, intel here or, or leans yourself? It's a wise decision not to go to me for NRL, uh, Mug, <laughs> but I, I do have a question just re um, Alex Johnston, anytime try scorer like that. $1.72 I'm seeing for this game. He's I haven't looked at the stats, but he must be scoring the 70, 80% of games for, from what I've seen is... Is there any reason not to back him to, to Penrith defend his side particularly well, or, or would that be would would the punters be well served getting on that again this week? Yeah, I saw someone tweet out that as well. Uh, I think it might have been last week's game that the price they got for him mm. any time try scorer. Um, to be honest, I have, it's probably more a question for Pope. He does those sort of angles a lot better than I do, but um, yeah, um... he's, he's definitely a real prolific try scorer, and, and that you know, if getting that price for any time, I'd probably be happy enough to be on. I'd say, yeah. And is there a clue there in the total points, boys? What are we uh, What are we talking here? Total points. Yes. Like 40, was 40 it? and a half. Yeah. So I mean, half, yeah. yeah, it's maybe a little bit on the lower end from some of the points um, we've been seeing. Modlo, there, there's been been a bit of an uptick in points in the NRL um, uh, points lines from what I've seen in recent times. We're sort of getting consistently now around the 44 and 46s, um, yeah. which earlier in the season, I sort of feel we we're around that, you know, sort of 38s and 40s a bit more often, but this one's sitting at 40.5. So 
you know, uh, it's going to be roughly around the mark 17, uh, 17, 23 points one way or the other, that type of number. So you'd think, you'd think uh, three try game stats, man, three, three, four tries for South. He, he, he gets one down. Yeah, it's, it doesn't sound so appealing when you put it that way, but um, I, I see he scored in 15 out of 20 games, but he didn't score against the Panthers last time, but they did lose. So, yeah. Maybe, five, maybe it's five tries. You know, it depends, I guess, conversions. or It could be one for a same game too. If you're putting it into South to, to cover, um, then they're more likely to be scoring more points. Like it. Okay. All right. Good, uh, good, good angle there, uh, there, stats, man. And uh, just the note, punters, and and for yourself too, Modler, Pope uh, also likes para here as well. So punters, listen up to that. The first two NRL games that we're speaking about, we've actually got consensus with Modler and the Pope, uh, which is something that we haven't been able to achieve too often uh, lately, I don't think, Modler. So nice to see you boys holding hands again and coming back <laughs> together, uh, which is lovely. Um Next one, uh, we're looking at uh, Modler, Manly versus Cronulla. And um, we've got Manly. Jeez, haven't they fallen off a cliff? $3.80 here, Modler. A big price at home. Uh, Sharks, $1.27. And and from a line perspective here, we've got 11.5, the fatter price for Manly. And uh, what are you seeing here? Yeah, a bit surprising, uh, this game. The model's really coming for Manly here. They lose mm. Kravojevic, Jake Kravojevic, that is, and Saab for this game. Um, but it's still liking them a lot at the price. It's got them 265-ish, so it's a big play into the into the 380 there. They've, they've had a few stinky games lately, but, um, yeah, I guess as far as the model's concerned, it's, it's sort of confident enough they can, um, you know, bounce back enough against the price at least. Is, is there any concern up there that's, the place is broken, like that they've, they've, there's sort of like rifts and, you know, they're, everyone's a bit upset with everyone or? Well, it's probably still, it's, it's, it's hard to know. I haven't had my ear to the ground that much, but the fallout from the, um, the jersey they had a few weeks yeah. ago, it's, it's hard to know if that's sort of lingered on and there's been, you know, factions within the team. It's, it's yeah, you know, someone who's probably, Sydney base probably has a lot more of an understanding than I do, but um, yeah, you'd, you'd wonder if that has had a lasting effect. My uh, layman view, and I'm probably a bit like Statsman, I rely on the modeler and the Pope for my information around NRL. But, yeah, just looking from the outside in, that 380 um, at home does seem a very big uh, a big number. I don't know, Statsman, you have a thought on that? I don't. <laughs> probably the easiest way to answer that question. <laughs> okay. And uh, modeler, the last game we want to talk to, your Newcastle Knights. Uh, nine and a half the line, and uh, and we've got here the Knights three thirty at home, mother. Surely we're got to be lumping for him again. Yeah, we certainly are. It's um, just got over the line last week against the Broncos, um, and it's yeah lumping for them again here. It's got them two sixty five, uh, so into the three thirty. It's probably yeah yeah good enough for a bet for me. Hopefully they leave all the shenanigans in the cubicle and actually uh, turn up and, uh, you know, at least put on a show for the fans who suffered a bit this year. So, yeah, yeah throwing them out there this week at least. Yeah, is, there okay. any, is there any chance Ponga doesn't play? Is he, is he a chance? Oh, he's, he's, he's out for the anyway. he's on, yeah, he's on. He's had three concussions this year. So that, that that's a, a he's a, really a, looking after himself. Exactly. That's, it adds a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a question mark as to why he was out on the beers if he's missing the season for concussions. But supposedly he was told he he 
he wasn't told he couldn't drink if you if you want to read between the lines. So yeah. <laughs> It just goes on and on and on in the NRL, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Never a dull moment. <laughs> uh, very good. All right, boys. Well, uh, we've come to a bit of a wrap of the games that we want to talk about here, Modler, but we've got to get to our charity bet. Where is the money going to go for charity uh, this week? Uh, boys, I think we've probably got a decision to make um, in the AFL. Um, we're, I think we're all in agreement with Brisbane. Um, but I think uh, Statsman, I do like the Geelong uh, angle there as well. So we might split uh, this week um, on, on AFL, which I think might be the first time we've done that. So let's get 50 uh, on Brizzy. Um, do we want to go head-to-head or we're happy to go the line? If I was uh, betting myself, I'd probably do head-to-head, to be honest. Yeah, I'd probably go the head-to-head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, head-to-head, Brizzy, and then we'll go the 58 and a half. Uh, for the cats there for 50. And then um, what do you want to do? Uh, Souths, para, modler. Do we have a stronger lean for Souths or, or para, or do you want to split? I was going to say, I've got a stronger lean for Souths, assuming okay. Latrell plays. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it's a wait and see or if we just sort of put all our eggs in the South basket uh, for now. Um, I know Pope was keen on them as well, so maybe we uh, maybe we just go... Go 100% on South this week. 100% on South. All right. I like it. Okay. Well, that's it. That's done. All right, boys. Well, uh, that's been a terrific chat uh, this evening. Been a bit AFL heavy, uh, but uh, but great to have the stats man on to contribute to Premiership Brownlow and, of course, the, the weekly round of betting and uh, a couple of little nuggets there as well with the uh, anytime try scorers uh, stuff too. So, uh, so thank you very much to stats man. Thank you very much to the modeler. I tell you what, even as our guest, I might get Statsman to sign us off. Oh, you've put me on the spot here, Mark. I've got to, I've got to remember the sign-off. I might, I might handball that one to one of you two. Just, just, just make it up, Statsman. Just have a go. <laughs> uh, please remember to gamble responsibly and most importantly, gamble to win. There it is. Very good. <laughs> All right, boys.